guys have a chance to grow their passing game role. Mm-hmm. So that that's why I've got Gibson ahead of Edwards Elaire. I I really like the talent of Edwards Elaire. I think the offensive line is going to be awesome in Kansas City, but that's a team that's got, you know, the generational quarterback. They're not going to get away from him. And last year was proof of that, mm-hmm. especially near the goal line. Okay. Next up, let's go with four wide receivers being taken in round two or three. We're going highest upside and highest floor. Calvin Ridley, DK Metcalf. Justin Jefferson and AJ Brown, Ridley, Metcalf, Jefferson, and Brown highest upside. Dave, I will say Calvin Ridley has the highest upside. I we've seen it. We saw it last year. He had twenty point one PPR points per game in the seven games without Julio Jones on the field for Atlanta. Now, we know he doesn't have Julio on the field with him this year. He's got Kyle Pitts with him. I think he can still hit that average and still see a ton of targets in a a high-volume passing attack. I don't think the Falcons are going to turn into a rushing team just because the guy they used to call plays for the Titans is now the play caller for the Falcons. And I I think he's got potential for just a game-breaking type year where he gets 140-plus targets, flirts with 100 catches, gets well over 1,300 yards, and hits double digits in touchdowns. Okay. Yeah, I I think Ridley is, is the choice, actually, for both, but specifically for the upside, he led the NFL in air yards last season. And I think he was like 300 above the number two guy. Um, and now you could say that he didn't score as much as a lot of those guys. So, you know, maybe that's uh, a question of whether he'll be able to hit that upside. But I, I really do think that he's going to be a legitimate alpha wide receiver, like all of these guys are, but in an offense that throws a lot more and airs it out, you know, throws downfield more. And so when you're talking about what constitute upside for a wide receiver, I think Calvin Ridley has all of that in his favor. I think the question is more interesting if you take Ridley out of it. Okay. The receivers that are left are Jefferson, Metcalf, and A.J. Brown. Yes. I don't know if I can answer which one has the highest upside. You can make the case for each one of them. If Metcalf got the volume, he would easily, I think he'd beat out Jefferson and and A.J. Brown. Jefferson was amazing last year. The Vikings threw a ton last year. I'm not sure they're going to have to throw as they much didn't, this though. year. They didn't throw a ton. Defenses. I think it they were, felt like they did. They did <laughs> they threw a ton, now they threw Early a ton on. late in the year when he really st- last eight games. Kirk Cousins threw like 38 times a game. That's a lot. Or 36, so, but that is a lot. But for the season, but I don't think that happens over the course of 21. No, but for the season, they were they had the sixth fewest pass attempts in the NFL. So it was a tale of, uh, literally, first half, very, very run-heavy. Second half, they threw the ball a lot. And he was much better in the second half. Um, Makes but he sense. Did, yeah. Uh, but, and Brown uh, yeah. is just a hell of a player who's got awesome efficiency metrics on his side. I think the Titans do throw a little bit more than they did last year. Right, so I'm going to make you but, pick one, Dave. Who's got the highest upside between Jefferson, Metcalf, and Brown? I will say DK Metcalf, but that's going to be based on him just being such a difficult matchup in uh, on the field for defenses to deal with. And the Seahawks potentially, they, they're changing their passing scheme for sure. But it's on the hunch that they throw, you know, 55% of the time, which for them is a lot. Okay, Chris, who has the highest floor? Metcalf, Jefferson, or Brown? Um, I think it's Brown for both. Just the the insane levels of efficiency that he's shown so far in his career. Like DK Metcalf has been awesome. He's been really, really efficient. He's at nine point six yards per target. AJ Brown's at eleven point two. Um, I think what it comes down to is I just I think AJ Brown is the best player 
of the three of these guys. And I think he might, he might be just the next best wide receiver in football for the next five years. And the, like Justin Jefferson, again, had this incredible rookie season where he averaged 11.2 yards per target. That's what AJ Brown's done over the course of two whole seasons with, you know, over 190 targets. He's just what he's shown us so far is like Julio Jones levels of efficiency, except with a bunch of touchdowns too. Okay. When you talk about the efficiency for AJ Brown, I just want to put this out there. He's been in the league just for two seasons. He's been top 10 in yards after catch per reception, Mm -hmm. yards per route run, and missed tackles forced each of those two seasons. Last year, he was top eight in both red zone touchdowns and inside the 10 touchdowns among wide receivers. And And now he's got Julio Jones playing opposite him. So You usually don't see guys who get a lot of deep targets or guys with a deep average depth of target get a lot of yak as well. Those two things have an inverse correlational Mm -hmm. relationship. Sure. A.J. Brown in... It's like A.J. Brown, Justin Jefferson last year, George Kittle, Darren Waller, a couple other guys. are like It's rare to be able to do both. And A.J. Brown is one of the best at both or at the combination of both. So that's really where it's like, oh, this guy is... Like potentially a Hall of Famer, frankly. Wow, yeah, it's terrific. Okay, uh, let's go to our next group of players here. I got three wide receivers and a running back, but I have two Bears and two Cowboys. So who's got the the highest upside and highest floor? Allen Robinson and David Montgomery, C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper. Robinson, Montgomery, Lamb, and Cooper. When you look at this group, Dave, who has the highest upside? For fantasy, David Montgomery has the highest upside mm-hmm. because of just the nature of how running backs rack up points. And we saw it from him last year when he had favorable matchups down the stretch. We've talked about it a dozen times. He was on fire. And now there's talking there, there's talk in Chicago that they want to keep feeding him the football. And when, when the game is going the Bears' way, he's going to be the one that gets a lot of touches. I don't know how many games are going to go the Bears' way this year, but I suspect they'll be in a bunch of competitive games. And that'll still help Montgomery rack up both carries and catches. He averaged four and a half targets per game, whether Tariq Cohen was healthy or not, whether they had an easy schedule or not. Wait a uh, second. Wait. He did 